Hey, do you know how to get to Lubbock? You gotta take 61 up to 23. Hey, uh, Dylan, Dylan East, right? You're the coach at Dylan East. You've lost your inner pirate. Uh, you know, sword, have you ever heard swing your sword? You're supposed to swing your sword like this. You're swinging yours like this. I mean, uh, you've got to find your inner pirate. A lot of times things just happen for a reason. We don't know why God wants it that way, but you can't make the best out of it until you get back your inner pirate. You might be the luckiest man alive and not even know it. Drew, we got bad news. What? Shohei Otani just walking the bases loaded right now. Dude, he blows ass. Hey, at least the A's the A's have been winning, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, they've been fucking winning. And you Double know who they've been winning? The Nats. I did. Oh, they've been winning. Fuck! I need Nelson Cruz to be going off. What the fuck? <laughs> I left him in there over fucking uh, the Cardinals catcher in the utility position. I was like, oh, Nelson Cruz has a double header today, and he's DHing. I think he could have a good day. He's going to be able to see a lot of pitches, a lot of at-bats, rack it up in the DH hole. And if he ain't, they ain't winning games, he probably ain't doing well. Probably like negative eight. Just fucking like four kings each game. Did you see Matt traded again? You there? Matt, Hello? you there? Can you hear him? Can you what hear up? me? I can hear you. <laughs> Three minutes. Traded again? What? You put through another trade? What the fuck was that? What do you mean? Some, some man cave fantasy baseball drama going down tonight. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. I'm offering you good deals here, and you're off trading for nothing. <laughs> I'm trading for nothing? Oh, my goodness. I can't, I can't believe it. If that trade for Matt Chapman goes through, that's ridiculous. That is the worst trade I've ever seen. That's, that's the Western Territory trade. Bad Deuce had a pretty good stretch. <laughs> He's up for 11 right now. There we go, Tommy. Hey, people People get hot. People get cold. He might get hot again. People yeah, change, right. Drew. That's, that's such a bullshit fucking mess. I hate this. I'm going to overcome. I'm going to overcome. I got this. <laughs> I've been working on the GM wire all all day today, trying to play a little Billy Bean ball over here, trying to get the guys I want. But everybody's being little bitches. Nobody wants to trade. Come on, let's see it. <laughs> I traded. I thought I, I thought traded. Pretty Come on, Otani. Gonna work out of trouble right little... here. That Kershaw trade was pretty fair, though. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of wheeling and dealing going on in the main cave league. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so, uh, Here. so yeah, me and me and Drew just came off some tough losses in week two in fantasy. I mean, we got to face the music, Drew. We fucking, we lost. I mean, we got... Well, I'm facing nothing. I am here to be critical of a guy named Patrick Corbin. This guy's 
He's an asshole. Everybody, nobody likes him. I mean, let's be honest here. He helped us win a World Series, yes, but what has he done other than that? Suck. And I'm tired of it. Save, save it for walk the plank. <laughs> it's just been, you know, me and Drew talk a big game. We we're pretty cocky. And we drafted some good teams, we thought. And I still believe in our team, especially my team. I mean, I still almost scored 400 points. But fucking... Especially my team, Drew's Fox, of course. (laughs) Gillis comes out and just puts it on me last week. I mean, that dude comes out and makes waiver wire transactions. Like, what's his deal all of a sudden? He just wanted to beat my ass, I guess. Well, oh, he's, fuck you no. didn't go see him. You went, you've been to Oklahoma City twice and never went to go see him. It's on <laughs> you, bro. He didn't come see me. What are you talking about? He's fucking... <laughs> he's locked up in fucking baby jail. and His baby hasn't even gotten here yet. God forbid you have a kid. God, God forbid oh. you have a life once your wife gets pregnant. That's why you Dude, just... Dude, he was still out there hunting and playing golf. He had a good time. Don't hate on Gillis. You just have a boner for Gillis these days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. What else is going on? Happy 420, boys. We got got Matt on the podcast tonight. Let's get who? Drew's younger brother. You know, a little Nukem action on pods. I mean, gotta love it. I had talking, I had talking to make a little Drew fantasy. What's up, Matt? I had to make moves after week one because not only did I get my ass whipped, I heard a lot of disrespect I... on the pod after. <laughs> like I don't pay attention to this damn fantasy league. <laughs> hey, I love it. You know, me and Drew maybe called some people out, maybe take some cheap shots there, but you know, I think it's been for the betterment of the league because you look around. And these fucking people are taking it seriously. They're here to play this year, that's for sure. I think everybody's here to play except Rother. Rother will probably end up being the whipping boy of the league where it's just easy win when you play him. But, hey, even even he was looking like going into Sunday, he was going to beat Coach Horton. He could could come out of nowhere. He just has to have some roster moves go right, you know. There's some guys that he's got that are hurt, and some guys are just in a cold streak to start the year. I mean, hell, you can't yeah. blame them. They barely played half the season last year. I mean, Kyle's team looked like they were going to go in there and upset Coach Schwartz, and everyone was going to be one and one through two weeks, which would have been fucking insane. But Coach Schwartz prevailed. He's 2-0. and He's making I mean, dumbass trades with Matt now, and, you know, BD's kind of feeling himself. I mean, Kyle, Kyle, when you have the best player, the best pitcher, fantasy pitcher in baseball, you're going to have a good chance in glass now. You think he's the best? I think think fantasy-wise, he should be ranked number one. I tried to get glass now out of his hands, but he was like, wouldn't bite, but I understand why. When was that? What? Were you doing that today? Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Matt's been a mad. You both of you guys have just been madmen on the fucking trade market lately. I haven't, I haven't stepped into the trade market yet, but 
Drew, man. Drew is acting like I'm the trade rapist. I'm the one who said, he goes, man, Swanson hasn't been. Dude, you're being ridiculous. I offered you some all-stars for a uh, substitute player and a guy that you picked up in free agency who is going to go negative eight in his next three starts. He's trying to help your team out and get a good hot pitcher for a little while. And you, oh, I can't believe you didn't make that trade. That was the dumbest. For Urias, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Kersh- I mean, I was kind of wanting that trade, but then that Kershaw thing went through. So, Drew, I find it kind of interesting. I find it interesting, Drew, that you just had a hard-on for Carlos Rodon tonight. What did he even do? You were trying to get him, like, fucking – you were acting like if you didn't have Carlos Rodon in the lineup tonight, your team was just going to fall apart for the rest of the week. What did he end up doing? Oh, I've, I've got many offers on the table right now. I'm not, I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> what did Rodon do tonight, Matt? He had – let me look. Let me get back. He Dude, has... the fucking Phillies blow. They just blow this game, and the eighth inning happened, and they just blow this game to the Giants. He had a total of 18 points, five innings pitched, Ooh. Uh, 8K, three hits, five walks. The thing was the walks. But the oh, five was, walks. But what happened was Yasmani Grandal was catching him, and when he threw the no, yeah. when he threw the no, no, he had a different catcher. Yasmani had like oh. three errors. Tonight. Oh no! It's maybe it's in his head a little bit. Yeah, it was bad. Grandal, like man. What'd you say? Who's his matchup on Sunday? Rodon's next matchup. Yep, on Sunday. Who does he face on Sunday? Who knows? Uh, Probably someone in division. It says his next schedule starts his next Tuesday against the Tigers. Getting the whole week off? Well, he's they got a... back-to-back over 100 pitches. Uh, damn. I was like, Drew, well, also, I don't know. That is the uh, best move. a hot matchup right there, everybody. Uh, look for Rendon to go fucking off against the Tigers. And I mean, <laughs> The Tigers blow. I don't know, but dude, minimum minimum thirty points, minimum thirty points. <laughs> I bet it goes. I bet he goes eight and a third. No, he goes seven no and two thirds. He goes seven and two thirds with no chance. Eleven Ks and two hits and a walk. He won't pitch more than seven innings. Oh, hey Drew! I bet he will. But yeah. yeah, there was just some wheeling and dealing in man cave. I mean, so Matt, you and Drew were fucking trying to hash this trade out. Give the people some, because I've heard both sides of the story. I want to fucking know. I'll let. I'll let Matt you. was hot, or Drew was hot. Drew and the big veinier and donor were hot after fucking Carlos Rodon. And you got what happened? You just couldn't get the trade worked out. Go, Drew, you go I ahead and tell your side of the story. <laughs> I want to hear it. Who's my matchup next week again? <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? I'm pretty, I thought, You're probably playing I'm pretty whoever's sure. in the division. I can I remember I was I was worried about that. I was looking at that matchup and who I had started. 
<laughs> You're already looking a week ahead. Jay, I have been looking a week ahead, too. I'm scared. <laughs> I love, you know, I think I think the fantasy league has been taken up to another level. We're a little bit older now, all of us. You know, we started this thing in high school, and we're kind of just, I think, you know, I don't know. Everybody might be in their fucking fantasy primes right now. This league's really competitive. Uh, and I, I tell you I what. Telling, I tell you who I face next week. The fighting hey whore De La Rosa. Uh-oh. We play next week, Drew? We play next oh, week. Oh, baby. That's going to be a fucking... I can't even worry about that. Yeah, I'm and... playing... I was going on the first place on that Tuesday. They coming in and get me back to back, get me two starts off of a great Tuesday against the Detroit uh, Tigers. <laughs> so far, I was looking ahead. Already got it circled <laughs> on your calendar. I love it, guys. I would try to lie and say I'm not paying attention because my team really isn't that great. But I've been having my wife watch games while she's at home and tell me what goes on. Uh-oh. Oh, it sounds like, oh, this is exactly what I thought was going on. This is precisely then, what I thought was going on. Addison your is running your fantasy team. Your wife is running your team. Your wife is running your fantasy team. Imagine you got her on that. double duty making sure she's <laughs> looking out around the league for the waiver wire for you? She told me, hey, John Means is back on the waiver wire, so I picked him up. No. Monday, and his next schedule started. Your wife is running your fantasy team. Oh, my God. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> I that's mean, Drew, how can we compete with up. that? She is a, how are we supposed to compete with that? He wouldn't, with... Give, he wouldn't give up. I don't have a hair. second owner of my team. Oh, Do I need to hire God. somebody? Your wife I've is got running Je- your I've got Jeannie Buss, baby. Holy I've got Jeannie Buss up in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you it, get, dude. What, whatever, I tell you what, if, you, if, if Roser hasn't won a game by the All-Star break, she has to take over his team and you lose that second ownership. That'd be fine. That's so fair. My minor uh, league team. I've been telling Wyatt... <laughs> I've been telling Wyatt I got him on standby. Uh, somebody drops out, like he's my next guy up, because he was really wanting to do it with us this year. It's just he's he's busy with coaching and whatnot, I guess. But he's not coaching that, anymore, I thought. I know Wyatt would be fucking into it if he played. I'd rather be facing up against Ashley. Apparently, she's the one who's who's actually good in the family. <laughs> You know, we need the Newcomb and Carter brothers in a division just battling each other all year. Lucas right, to his brother week one, and he's got to have his wife take over for him after that. She said, if you all listen right, to you. Story, Jay. <laughs> so let me, before you get into it, Matt, let me just hear it off the top. I mean, just come clean. <laughs> is Addison, is she the one that nicks this? Carlos Rodon trade? Is that what happened? Addison. (laughs) (laughs) Straight to the source. source. I'm I'm hearing that Matt didn't do a trade today, and maybe it was because Addison. Maybe uh, maybe you nixed this trade, and we're like, no, I'm not giving. I don't like giving up Rodon. I want to hear the story. I'm his genie bus. 
<laughs> Matt, Matt, de- Matt definitely whispered in your ear just now and said, <laughs> She doesn't know who Jeannie Buss is. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> She's been she's been telling me, hey, this Dodger, hey, this Dodger's gonna be sitting out today. There's 18 other Dodger batters that are gonna be hot. Pick this one up. She's your she's your Dodgers whisperer, I guess. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, whatever it takes to win. I mean, if you gotta, you know, it's always nice to have another set of eyeballs on these games. You know. It's crazy. She'd rather watch the Dodgers game than the, you know, be in bed with me. But I mean, I think that's anything. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. But yeah, dude, dude, I just, I'm just pissed that Gillis just, I guarantee you Gillis isn't going to take anything as seriously outside of his baby than he did me and his fantasy matchup last week. He's not going to take anything as seriously the rest of his life. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he heard me and Drew call his ass out on the over under (laughs) how many transactions he was going to make. I think we set it at three and a half till the All Star break, and he easily cleared that number. I mean, he was making moves every day last week, just coming for my ass. I don't fucking get it. You guys, do you guys think he set an alarm and just said, "All right, I got to make a trade"? Right. I honestly did not think he listened at all. I thought he was like, "Fuck that podcast," and didn't even listen at all. Nah, he's he's one of our fucking day one listeners. I know he listens because he'll text me every once in a while about it. But uh, no, I'm, I'm t- I need to look up the fuck, dude. He had Shane Bieber go off for like 40 points Sunday. It was just ridiculous. I mean, his his whole lineup was just red hot. I was looking at the numbers, and he had a dude hit. He had a guy, a position player, get at least like six points. Like, one guy got at least six points every fucking day last week. It was just ridiculous. And, like, yeah, I'm a little butthurt that I lost because I wanted to fucking go undefeated. It would have been a great storyline. It would have been a fucking legendary accomplishment. You had no chance on the podcast. undefeated. And I really Nobody thought I had the undefeated. team to do it. You know, I really th- – hey, say what you want, Drew, but I'm fucking shooting for the moon. And when – Anthony Rendon fucking goes down, and Christian Yelich goes down. I mean, two of my key bats in my lineup, and just, you know, we were a little cold last night, or last week, and then I had some guys come in and just fuck up, just absolutely fuck up on the mound last week. I mean, I don't even, it was just a, it was tough. I mean, I think we've all had guys that have just got, have their fucking, dicks kicked in on the mound lately but man last week was tough especially drew didn't you have fucking uh who'd you have the other night corbin patrick corbin just got absolutely obliterated somebody that was somebody that uh tried to sell me patrick corbin saying he's a good pitcher (laughs) he's He's gonna bounce back in the playoffs out of the bullpen in the playoffs, out of the bullpen, he's a great middle reliever in the bull in the bullpen in the playoffs. Whenever he's going on a World Series run, other than that, no, he's not that great of a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, but there we you go. gotta believe in him. <laughs> you gotta, but he could go off. You never know. <laughs> you yeah, fuck, 
fuck Gillis for just coming out. Shane Bieber, I'm looking at the stats now. He went for 67 total points last week against my ass. I mean, that's not going to happen again. He's a great pitcher, but, I mean, that's got to be almost some type of record. I mean, that's ridiculous. Fucking you, Darvish is just all of a sudden a great pitcher again. I try to get him. It is what it so, is. Uh, Matt, you won last week, right? Yeah, you kicked – Matt put up the fucking high score in the league last week. Just kicked the I, shit out of Weston. I've got a story. I've got a story for you guys. Hey, hey Matt, you want to hear something awesome? L- listen to this. The guys that I offered to trade you for today, uh, Abreu, 15. Today. Urias, 35. <laughs> you didn't offer Patrick to Corbin, 19. Uh-oh. Charlie Morton, 17. I went off. My fucking pitchers went off today. Holy shit! One twenty-four. Oh, Urias yeah. is a fucking trade with me. You never offered me Urias, but we can I get did. the facts straight. When I tell my story. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna tell your story or not? Well, you guys keep interrupting me. All right, go ahead. Is, are you done with it? Once in a once upon a time, it was April. Eight, and I say, hey, I'm going to turn on the podcast because I like Jay. I like my brother. I just got <laughs> trade raised by my brother for giving, him, for giving him Nelson Cruz for Dansby Swanson's punk ass. <laughs> I wonder if they have anything nice to say. And I hear, oh, I'm not worried about Matt. He's stupid. He doesn't know anything about baseball. I know everything. Uh-oh. Algorithm, algorithm, <laughs> algorithm, algorithm. <laughs> and so I said, man, that's pretty disrespectful for somebody I just gave a player to. Yeah. So I said, man, if I lose to Weston, then it's really over. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to start <laughs> trading Coach Schwartz. This was your him, Super Bowl. Give him fair deals. And it's like fair deals, my ass. <laughs> Matt Chapman for Akil Badu. Get the fuck out of here. That well, that was my first trade. I, down. I that gave was a horrible move. trade. I gave it's him yet to be seen if that's going to get vetoed, but I know me and Drew fucking press veto, so we'll see. I, I bet you Schwartz listens to the podcast, honestly. He's got nothing to do. <laughs> well, I gave him – the week before, I gave <laughs> him – I gave those, him those those a stockist for Loriano. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you traded him Loriano. I gave no. He gave me Loriano, and I gave him Mustakis, which was pretty really weighted towards him. But I needed outfielders, and so then I went ahead and started adding some more guys, and found some guys that on the stat sheet really popped out, but I didn't trust. So then yeah. I went, beat Weston last week pretty handedly, and got some congratulations. And I was like, well. Teams, yeah. teams hot right now, Matt. Hey, Matt, I looking at your team, dude. I fucking like your lineup. You got a good ass lineup. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're just, we're just happy to be here, just like the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Hell we're yeah, just happy to be here. And so then I was like, well, maybe I should try my hand in some other super duper fair trades this week. So I sent a text this morning, and I said, anyone have a first baseman, third baseman they'd like to trade? And I get a reply from Weston Carter saying yes. And so I was like, okay, sweet. Well, I'm going to get back to work and see if he offers me anything. Well, then my trade rapist brother, 
who'd already trade rate me already this year sends me a trade and then immediately deletes it because he knows, oh, wait, Matt checks the stat sheet and sees Corbin had two back-to-back negative performances, so that's probably not going to look good. <laughs> it's more digging. I'm sorry. I, I had to do it for a little while. I was on a I was on a GM call trying to uh, – uh, uh, working on a potential trade that I think is probably going to be going through in the next uh, hour, couple hours or so. My, my bad. Were you saying something, Matt? My bad. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> then he then he sends me a new trade and it says, Don and Chris Taylor, Jose Abreu, which is good, Nick Pavetta, who's garbage, and Charlie who's decent at best. So it's like, okay, I, get, I give him two players, my team's already full, but I get yeah. one of my best fielders and one of my best pitchers for two not really good pitchers and one good first baseman, but strikes out quite a bit. So I said, nah, I probably you don't get two good that. pitchers. Piviet is a good pitcher. That's for sure. <laughs> Nick Pavetta, Pavetta has proven shit in MLB. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. And he goes, he's a nice prospect awesome. with the Phillies and, you know, people want to act like he's Changed his career around with the Red Sox. I don't, you know, I'm not buying it just yet. You said, you, did Go you ahead. see the trade I offered? And I said, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't like it. And he said, you don't like Abreu? And I gave him all these facts about why I like Taylor more than Abreu right now. And then he doesn't. Abreu he, can't he play first day. First he says, I got to make a site visit. Don't accept trade till I send a new offer. So he's already trying to lock me. Or I can't even Dude, talk to I'm him. Dude, I'm in for the long game. That's that's threatening talk, Jay. That's threatening talk. He should be at least suspended a couple of weeks. <laughs> I was taking a closer look into that. And then he sends me to get the transcripts. Abreu Pavetta for Rondon. <laughs> and even though I don't even have Rondon on my team, but not Rondon. Yeah. Classic said, mix up. This is at two fifty and he says, Hurry, the game starts at in 20 minutes, and I said, <laughs> trades don't process tomorrow. And then he said, Jay said he'll push it through as commissioner. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is where I get involved. Here's the thing. <laughs> Us as a league are supposed to have dedication, and we're supposed to have the voting process, just like you guys are trying to veto my trade. Some integrity. There's, there needs to be integrity in this league. <laughs> So what if people, I was willing well, to do it. That trade and said they didn't like it and vetoed that. Well, you're there's no proof of this. Jay, you're going to try to get your buddy Jay to just push it through. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> Jay, this dude. I did receive suspended. a phone call. I did receive a phone call this afternoon, um, and Drew asked me as the commissioner if I had the power. Because he, um, like I said earlier, he really wanted to fucking get Carlos Rodon in there tonight. And he was like, I'm only making this trade if I can get him tonight. And being the commissioner I am, I fucking, once I figured out if I even had the uh, the capabilities of, of, of doing this, I was like, yeah, send me the final trade and I'll fucking, pu- I'll push it through. You know, there's no reason why you guys have Need to fucking wait a couple of days. I mean, I'm, I was willing to fucking, you know, say what you will, but I was willing to fucking bend bend the rules a little bit and f- just for the good of the league and good and you know take care of my guys. Because at the end of the day, 
being the commissioner of this league, I take it fucking seriously. And I'm here to fucking work for you guys. And so, ser- so seriously, you'd be willing to bend the rules for one person but not for the other? I mean, it's a case-by-case basis, Matt. I mean, what can I say? It's approved that by both like parties. The, that sounds like the Manfred-type shit right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. It's I like mean, Manfred's protecting the Cardinals. Let's, you know, let's just let bygones be bygones. Let's fucking move forward with this league. Anyway. And let's see what happens with the rest of these trades. I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm not really looking to trade anybody, but you know, I like that the league's active and people are wheeling and dealing. And let's see if we get some more crazy shit to happen. So I think that's pretty much, pretty much everything there as far as fantasy is concerned. You guys got anything else? That's all I was trying to do. Just find find a market, see what I could get. Drew, you got anything? Who are you playing this week, Drew? I know you got your tits lit up last night, but you're still ahead on the scoreboard, I think, last I saw. Yeah, I, I got Weston. He's he's good. I got, I mean, he had just a bad luck day yesterday, but so did I. I mean, Giolito going minus 26 on me. I mean, <sighs> that was, yeah, just Ooh. a killer. I needed That's... a hot start there, and it didn't help. My team yeah. did pretty well today, but you know, Weston's just kind of—he's—he's he's coming up though. He'll—he'll—he'll uh, he'll get hot. I'm guessing he—he's got some uh, pitchers coming up in the next day or so that are really gonna probably take over my team because I don't have anybody going for like three days. So yeah, your team is just fucking getting killed by injuries right now. It's I mean, ridiculous. you got. I was looking at Lucy it. Lucy Betts is about yeah. to go back on the I.L. Cody Jones yeah. has been out. Uh, uh, George Springer, uh, he hasn't even seen the field. He said he's completely, he's completely healthy, and they're like, we're still going to wait a week. And I'm like, what the hell? And then, <laughs> and then Jose Altuve decides that this would be a good time to get COVID. Yeah. That's what is he thinking? my pitching. Good God. <laughs> you know, it's just tough out here in these streets trying to feel the lineup every night. It's tough. I feel your pain. And it should be interesting. We'll see what happens week three. It's a big week, you know. Fucking. I got to take care of Coach Schwartz. I got to put a loss next to his name because I can't let that guy just come out here and fucking run this division. I mean, this is a must win this week for me. And we'll see what happens. So Tawny needs to get it the fuck together tonight and get me some innings. Because uh, he's thrown like 50 down. pitches. They're almost already down 50. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. Boys, I will admit something. Drew's team, the players that he did want to trade me for, they did go off today. So from today's standing, I did have to eat some of my words before I made those trades. <laughs> Because they went off. And Giolito, Giolito, that's like happens to every starter once once a year, you know. You have that terrible yeah. start, and then they rebound. But I it was Patriot also, Day. I mean, Drew should have known better to go against the Red Sox on Patriot Day. I was also I was also reading that Rodon, or not Rodon, Giolito is a, not a morning person. So oh, on the really? podcast I listened to, they said that he'll he'll show up to the ballpark at like eight thirty in morning games and like be rubbing his eyes and barely awake. 
<laughs> no, that's I'm some serious. great info. Yeah. So. Damn, I should have started Molina. Molina went two for three. Better watch out, Drew. A walk. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, good stuff there, boys. Hey, Matt, good stuff out of your fucking Kansas City Royals, huh? First place, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And guess what? I got Jay on the bandwagon. We're taking it to the moon. I like this team. We're taking it to the moon. Danny Duffy, DUI Danny, (laughs) just hit another milestone. Yes, he did. He's gonna be driving. He's gonna be driving our rocket ship to the moon with the .23 BAC. Okay. (laughs) And it's gonna be okay. So it's either conservatively speaking. It's either we go to the moon or we crash and burn and we fire everybody. And I mean everybody. No, that's not going to happen. The only person we can keep is George Brett as long as he swears (laughs) to murder Mike Cassini. Just the face of the franchise. You got to keep him around. Him and Salvi. Him and Salvi. Yeah. Dude, Salvi's been going off, huh? He's got, what, he's hitting like 300 something, like five or six bombs. 288. 279, and he's not oh. anything close to as good as Michael A. Taylor, the good old Matt who came over there and showed you. Oh, yeah. Michael A. Taylor has gone into Kansas City. A career year. Yeah, he really has. I mean, he's gone into Kansas City and fit in nicely there. I mean, he just mashes lefties. And, you know, I don't know if he's, he's playing every ball. day, but. Six RBIs. The the Rangers played the Royals opening series of the year, and I, I, I could tell that Royals team, just something about them. There's something – I'm not saying they're going to fucking win that division. I don't know if I can get there just yet, Matt, but I'm definitely intrigued by them. And you everybody forgets because he's so quiet. Whit Merrifield, like, he's just, just a, a stud. He's a workhorse for sure. Just a flat-out ball player. When I think of the word ball player – in the baseball context, I think a guy like fucking Whit Merrifield. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I love fucking Rendon too. But uh, dude, Whit Merrifield, I love that he can bounce around a little bit, second base, a little outfield. I mean, just whatever it takes, wherever fucking coach needs him, wherever Matheny pencils him in at, you know, he's going to show up and give you a professional at bat. Hey, I got a question for you guys. I know I know I'm not on the pod, but I've been wanting this question for a while. Hell yeah. So Tatis hit us. Tatis goes out with a shoulder injury. Yeah. Do you guys second guess his contract? Or do you think it's one of those things where they're gonna be making money no matter what because he's a showman? And yeah. you, you just buy you just get the contract and you just eat it because no matter what he's going to be making money. I would say that his, I mean, worst case scenario, whenever he comes back from injury, he's accused of steroids. uh, He's already back. Like a whole, that's what I'm saying. He gets accused of steroids. As far as that contract goes, if he gets accused of steroids, and second would be uh, Bryce Harper. But other than that, no, he's, you don't worry about it. I mean, worst-case scenario, other than him being accused of steroids, is whatever's going on with Bryce Harper and Philly. I mean, he's good, but he's not 
quite living up to what they're paying him. Do you think with his electricity and how good he's been, you think he's the face of baseball? Because, I mean, he hasn't even played no. in 162 games. No. He's not there yet. Uh-uh. So who he's would be the face of baseball? He's Bryce a great Hopper's player. more the face of baseball than he is. He's a great player. I fucking, you know, contract, say what you want about it. Maybe it was a little premature. Maybe, you know, people are saying he just got paid because he hit that awesome grand slam last year, and that's kind of what fucking got him on the map to begin with. But, no, he's a great player. I'm kind of, you know, as an if you look at the Padres from, like, an, if you're, like, the owner of that team, you're like, of course you want that guy on your team selling the jerseys. Fucking everybody's got his jersey. Everybody exactly. loves him. I mean, maybe he's a little bit – maybe his uh, pure production at the plate and what he brings right now doesn't quite live up to that contract or what everybody kind of thinks. I'm not saying he's overrated, but there's a little bit of that there. But I think he's just – They're paying him a little bit ahead of time. What I like about uh, Tatis is he's just a fucking – he's just a guy that wants to go out there and play. I mean, he had a bad shoulder injury, and everybody was like, whoa, like – it was kind of the same. They said they thought at first it was going to be the same type of injury that uh, Aloy Jimenez from the White Sox had, and that was the concern. But apparently it wasn't that bad, and he just kind of gut through it, fucking popped that shoulder back into place. And when the 10 days came up, he fucking came off that IL, and he fucking hit a bomb first game back. So I don't know. I think maybe that limits his power a little bit for the rest of the year, but I still think he's going to fucking just be electric as hell. And I love that Padres team. I really do. Addison has a hot take for the face of baseball. Justin oh, yeah? Turner. Justin Turner? He can't be the face of baseball when he fucking, when they win the World Series and he and he doesn't even wear a mask? Are you kidding me? You can't exactly. Yeah, he's the face. He doesn't need a mask. He's the face. <laughs> I mean, I kind of respect that, <laughs> that way of thinking. Hey, anybody on that, you could put a handful of guys on that Dodgers team right now and say they're the face of baseball. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, argue too much. I like Justin Turner, the way he plays. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know what you do with that team, like, from a opposing pitcher standpoint, because they literally – have been just plugging guys that are like, hey, this guy's from Double A. We drafted him in the eighth round. Let's just let him yeah. in. It's ridiculous the fucking depth they have, and they just—I feel like they just make these these guys out of the lab. They just fucking create them, and they you look up in two years, and they got another fucking young stud coming through. It's uh, it's ridiculous. True. I got yeah. a pick for you for base, face of baseball, and I think it's you're gonna like it. <laughs> Let's hear it, Matt. I think it's Juan Soto. Oh, I think I do like that. Like I think he's I think he's two years away from being the actual face of baseball, but I feel like he's a more likable character, with a bigger, better smile. I feel like he's a very big poppy Miguel Cabrera type of figure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Do I don't have? hate that, Matt. Who do you guys have? I mean, you guys are acting like fucking. No, actually, I want to hear Drew go first. I want Drew. What do you? Who do you think's the face? I've already of said I was going now? last on this. I've already said I'm going last on this. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, you guys. 
everybody out there wants to act like the face of baseball when we were growing up, Derek Jeter is just out of the game. Truth is, he's fucking not. He, I talked about it on our first ever episode here. I said, he's running the fucking Miami Marlins, and they're going to do great things under his fucking watch. Yeah. And Project Wolverine. <laughs> Project Wolverine is going to work, and you've already seen it. These fucking Marlins are fun to watch. They're young, and they're hungry. And, yeah, they play in probably the toughest division in baseball, and, yeah, they're probably going to finish last place. But guess what? Derek Jeter is still, when you think of the Miami Marlins, you think of Derek Jeter now. And I'm sorry, but he's still the face of baseball to me. I was never the biggest Yankees fan growing up, but, like, Derek Jeter is Derek Jeter. And he's always going to be the face of baseball as long as he's, like, still somewhat involved in the game. And, you know, there's a lot of great young players out there to choose from, but Fucking Derek Jeter is you'll you'll see in five years when the Marlins are fucking making noise. Derek Jeter is a great owner and he's great for baseball. Is this just because you have that relief pitcher of theirs? <laughs> no, I don't even have anybody on the Marlins. I just like the way they operate. Matt, do you have that relief pitcher? Somebody's got it. Somebody's got that relief as they're close. I think Weston picked them up. No. Oh, Kurt Suzuki. <laughs> Drew Kurt Suzuki just just had a fucking great. So they had a leadoff double, and he just did the fundamental thing for the team: hit one into deep right field, move him over. I fucking love that. Oh, just about scored runs. That's what he's about. <laughs> Putting it, just making, just doing what he's told. Just yeah, moving the runner over. He's you know. They score a run, but they don't score a run if he strikes out there, that's for sure. <laughs> Just whatever the game calls for, Captain Kurt Suzuki, Hawaiian punch. He's going to come punch. through. Who is he, is he in contention for face of baseball for you, Drew? I know he's your boy. No, is he no. up there? Hell no. He's, he's big for Japan? Uh, Grow the game no. in Japan? Grow the game in Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah, that's where he's oh, from. yeah, he's from Hawaii. <laughs> Gosh, that was, you're so racist. Holy hell, dude. Wow. Anyways, oh, Joey Gallo. It's almost hosed a dude. Anyways, Joey Gallo does baseball. sound like a good name to face the baseball, but I'm going to go with the obvious choice. It's definitely uh, Aaron Judge. He's a Yankee. He's number 99. He looks like a goddamn Kareta player. If he can stay healthy, he's obviously the face of baseball. I mean, you, you see, all if he wins, all he has to do is win a World Series. He's on all the damn commercials anyways. He's marketing yeah. in New York. He's definitely the face fixed. of baseball. Even more than Mike Trout is. And they pretty much have to share the limelight because Mike Trout decided to stay in Anaheim, you know, and butt fuck nowhere because he thinks that <laughs> Albert Pujols is like 34, apparently. He just likes killing the Rangers, I guess. <laughs> Dude, I, I like that pick, though. Aaron Judge, I mean, I'm going to talk about the Yankees here in a little bit, but hey, he got his teeth fixed. I mean, it's about <laughs> the nicest thing you can it's about the nicest thing you can say about the guy this year in the Yankees in general. He got his teeth fixed, so you know what? Maybe no, it'll be. The thing you can fucking say. 
No, maybe maybe Rob Manfred can look around and say, you know what, I can finally market this guy. So it's oh, yeah. not a bad pick. Yankee tank. We got some Yankee going on. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into fucking Let's go ahead and get into some fucking Pillager of the Week. Drew, who do you got? Start us off, dude. I mean, it's got to be Shane Bieber, obviously. Oh, yeah. Going out there and going the way he does, even after having two guys throw no-hitters, he went out, he had two starts this week and went on fire on both of them. He didn't throw a no-hitter. He never put the game set up. But, damn, did he go out there and perform. Who was really weak? Shane Bieber, for sure. No, that's a good pick. Fucking Bieber fever, baby. You buying in? You getting the Bieber fever, Drew? Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's a good pick. It's a good call. Matt, I didn't fucking prep you for this. You got anybody that stands out to you? Give me you just a second. Me? Give me just a second. All right. And I'll, go ahead. I'll go ahead and give mine out. And for Pillager of the Week, this week, guys, I'm fucking – I'm going to, you know, it's been tough, COVID, fans haven't been able to go to games, haven't been able to go out really at all in this fucking country, and you know what, boys, it's time to give some fucking love to the fans, and specifically the fans at the Dodgers and Padres games uh, this weekend in San Diego, they fucking brought the fucking noise, and they brought the electricity, it was just all weekend watching baseball. You flip around. You know I got MLB TV right now on the free free trial. And I'm just <laughs> flipping around on these games. And it's just different. Whenever you turn on this Dodgers-Padres game this past weekend, just great baseball, by the way. Um, but it was just different. It felt like a playoff game in there. I mean, it was crazy. The fans, it's not full capacity. But they fucking brought... They just brought the thunder, and they, you know, Padres ended up losing a couple games, tough games, but it wasn't the fans' fault. They fucking brought it. And another place I got to give a quick shout-out to, uh, probably one of my favorite just pure atmospheres in baseball. There's nothing that beats it. ODOT Co. Coliseum, when the A's are hot, I mean, got to give it up to their fans also. They sweep the Tigers. And that fucking fan base is just so rowdy. I love everything about it. All the fucking drums playing throughout the game. Oh, yeah. There's not a fucking second all weekend up there in fucking (laughs) Oakland where there's not drums banging. Just banging. Hell, yeah. (laughs) And they fucking walk it off. They finish the sweep and walk it off Sunday afternoon. Fucking Mitchie Two Bags comes through. And walks it the fuck off. They play celebrate good times. There's just nothing better in baseball <laughs> than when the A's are hot and those fans get to get into it and they play uh, celebrate good times on the fucking sound. <laughs> and the great thing, one of the things, people won't know this unless they watch a lot of A's games, but the A's sound system in that ballpark is is like really outdated and it's really fucking old. So it's just, and they always play, like, older music. I feel like they don't even have their fucking, like, whatever they use to play their music from. They haven't updated it in forever. <laughs> so they always just play aw- awesome old songs, like Celebrate 
uh, good times, and then you just know what? They're operating you know what? on like uh, Microsoft O One or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they might be. I mean, uh, but I love it. So yeah, shout out to the A's and Padres fans. Just fucking, I love it, guys. Just bringing back the fans. Let's fucking let's let's quit fucking Rob Manford. Let's quit being a little bitch. Let's put hundred percent capacity in these fucking ballparks. Let's go. I want to uh, I really love uh O.co. Uh the A's deserve and they need a new ballpark, but then again you just you hate to see you would hate to ever see O.co go though. It wouldn't yeah. be the same. Just don't know if they could recreate that magic anywhere else. And at this point they've been I mean, in that ballpark for so long and it's just kind of a joke at this point. It's kinda of like we'll just keep them there. You know, all that foul territory, you got to love it. So, Matt, you got you got anybody for Pillager of the Week? I do. I do. Hell yeah. Guys, I think this person is the definition of a Pillager, especially this past couple weeks. It's Alex Cora. <laughs> of the Boston Red Sox. How about you come in, get rehired for the season? Your best pitcher, Chris Sale, not playing this year. Yeah. You have JT Martinez, who's good. You have uh, Rafael Devers, who's decent at times, and Bogarts, who's spotty at times. You lose three games in a row. Start well, off today. And then you go 12-3 and three your next 15 games, and your run differential is plus 30, the most in AL. Wow. It's not like they're just, you know, getting by. Like, I'm going to admit to you, boys, the Royals are the Royals' best team in the AL Central for all year, but their run differential is literally zero. (laughs) Boston was literally plus 30 before tonight. Yeah, they They are just shit out of of teams. Hey, Matt, you know who uh, is pitching for Boston this Thursday? Nick Pivietta. What's up? Cool. <laughs> cool. Could have had him. Could have had him. Could have had him. What? Kershaw, Kershaw's <laughs> pitching on Friday. You gonna get? So I just took. Up, I uh, took. Ker- I literally took Kershaw from to scout him before he could use him against. Me. <laughs> I fucking like that, Matt. I like Alex Cora. Just kind of a controversial figure, you know. People people say what they want about him. I thought he did a hell of a job, coached that Red Sox team in the World Series. I mean, he just had a fucking he has a he has a give no fucks attitude as a manager, which I respect. Because remember, boys, he was fucking bringing all his starters out of the bullpen that World Series. I mean, he was just he wasn't holding anything back, and he was he kind of just laughed and. At Rob Manfred for suspending him last year, just like, all right, I'll be back. And you see what he's done. He's just kicking ass again. He's a great manager. But literally, think about this. Like, if you you come in the season without Chris Sale, and this is how Boston teams win. When every time they get a team with high salary and they're like just below Yankees in salary, and that year they suck. And then the year that you're like, okay, this is going to be Boston's down year. Nobody's yeah. going to take it away from the Yankees. It's boom, Rays are good. Boom, Orioles actually have a little bit of a pulse. <laughs> they boom, came out hot. Best in AL. 
They came out hot first series. They yeah. swept the Red Sox, and the Red Sox just flipped the switch after that. Yeah. I mean, me and Drew talked about them. We didn't really know what to think about the Red Sox coming into the year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what they were and what they weren't. And they're, trying, they're starting to show, and I'm even more confused now, honestly. Because <laughs> when you I mean, think about it, if they can get Chris Sale back relatively soon, they'll have him. Um, they'll have fucking Eddie Eddie Rodriguez, who's pretty good, and uh, Evaldi, who's been pretty good. So that's I mean, he literally cool. turned Nate Evaldi into a pitcher that you're like, hey, I should have him on my team. Yeah. I remember for like three straight years, I was like, I see Nate Evaldi on the waiver wire. I'm like, okay, <laughs> he's not playing the Orioles. I don't want him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, so, yeah, it's good. To, it's good that the Red Sox are good. It's always good for baseball, when, you know, when those teams are good. Even you it's know, it's kind of funny when the when the Yankees are good, except they suck. Oh my lord! <laughs> so let me just fucking let's move ahead to walking the plank, and let me just go ahead and get into it, boys. The fucking New York Yankees deserve <laughs> to walk the plank this week. Just what an absolute embarrassment uh, this past weekend against the Rays. And the Rays just fucking own the Yankees. I fucking – I wish we could have Roser in here to fucking defend his Yankees uh, while I go off on them here a little bit. Um, you guys feel free to chime in where you, where you see fit because you guys don't like the Yankees either. The fucking – ever since fucking Steinbrenner died – They've just haven't fucking been the same. And they can say the Yankee way, they can keep fucking forcing all the fucking players to shave their facial hair. They can make Rubnet Odor, they can sign him, they can make him come in and fucking not and make him shave and make him actually kinda of look like a respectable human being for a little bit. But I mean, he's still hitting like one thirty three with them. I don't know what they see. I don't know why baseball is just so infatuated, all these GMs. I don't know what their formulas are spitting out. But why the fuck is Rugnit Odor in, the, in their fucking everyday lineup all of a sudden? I know they got their fucking uh, Luke Voigt out, and they kind of been, like, moving around LeMahieu and whatnot. But, like, get Rugnit Odor's bum ass out of your lineup, first of all, Yankees. If you even want to start, think about getting close to 500. If you Did you guys even hear about the – Did you guys hear about the uh... – the uh, press conference or not the the team meeting uh, Aaron Boone had with his players? No. Oh, man. About that. What happened? <laughs> Apparently, since they've been sucking so bad, he went in there and chewed everybody out and then chewed out Jay Bruce. <laughs> Imagine not... Aaron – hold on. Imagine Aaron Boone walking into a clubhouse and chewing some pro base – chewing that locker room out. <laughs> just like – Judge and Stanton, just imagine that. Well, listen, listen. What apparently, he, he chews out Jay Bruce, who joins the lineup because he was like, okay, I'm towards the end of my career. I'll be yeah. under Voight. I'll hit some maybe DH every once in a while. Well, yeah. when, since yeah. Luke Voigt got hurt, he was like apparently chewing out Jay Bruce for, you know, being old and uh, not producing since, you know, he's old. And so yeah. Jay Bruce retired this week. Yeah, I saw that. Sunday <laughs> came out. Jay Bruce had enough, and that's another thing about these Yankees. And Rugnit it goes back to Rugnit Odor, Matt. I mean, they put they try and act like they're trying to resurrect this kid's career. 
he fucking sucks. And Jay Bruce had enough of it because it basically they moved LeMahieu over to first, and Jay Bruce was just sitting there with this dick in his hand, like, well, I guess I'm not getting any abs anymore. They're gonna play this fucking Odor fuck in front of me. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm out of here. And he fucking hung up the cleats. Good for Jay Bruce. He just saw. You know, he probably saw that the Yankees were just toxic, and like, he just wanted no part of it. He's had, a, he's been in this fucking, he's been in the show for this long. He doesn't need to put up with that. He's got fucking money in the bank. He's probably got a fucking pension, and so good for Jay Bruce. Not, you know, just to say, I'm fucking washing my hands of this 2021 Yankees team. That's just an absolute disgrace so far. I mean, these guys. Have you guys watched these guys? They're on fucking national oh. TV every night. These guys don't play any fucking defense. They strike out every fucking time. Aaron Judge, I mean, you can call him face of baseball. And, like, I looked at his stats, season stats. They're actually a lot better than I thought. But, I mean, that's a dude that gets hurt. He fucking pulls a little something here and there, and he's on the I.L. You look up, he's on the I.L. And, you know, he hits bombs, but, and everybody fucking loves him. The fucking judges, right field, all the fucking fans go nuts for him. <laughs> kind of kind of reminds me of the Hanks homies back in the day, just the way that those fans treat this guy. I mean, Listen, you know what? <laughs> Yankees are what everything in New York is, a tourist attraction. They're not a real baseball team. They're there to be the face of baseball, to have a high payroll and look good. But the Yankees of old, the ones that, you know, won World Series titles, they're done. They'll never be that He's good. He's right. Yeah. They're, they're done. I mean, they might win, but at this team that they've been putting out in the field for the past, uh, over, over a decade has not been a true contender, somebody who's going to win the World Series. So. I don't know what if, to tell you. If, they, they, they're, they're ever. You're completely spot on about ever since Steinbrenner died. That they haven't been good. George That's is good. rolling over in his grave right now. Just even the thought about this team. I mean, they're just they're just so sloppy. They fucking don't put the ball in play at all. They take daddy hacks on O2 counts. They don't give a fuck. And I think it's just a bunch of me guys, honestly. And you look around at that starting rotation outside of Garrett Cole, who else is there? There's fucking nobody. Fucking they try to pass on. off. They try to pass off Luis Serino as a serviceable starter, and this is like, get the fuck out of here. And I mean, I know they're kind of putting uh, all their eggs in the what's his face returning later, Severino, but like, how's that gonna fucking pan? Is that gonna Determine you're you're gonna put all your fucking you're gonna put everything into Luis Severino coming back at some point. Off oh, has well, it three years. Good, though, so think about that. I mean, you I just don't see it with this team, Drew. And you know me, I fucking. He was really good. That's the Yankees' argument. Right he is now. really good. I mean, <laughs> and so and they were always hurt, and that's why they can't good, pitch but though, Drew. Healthy, Oh, no, they are definitely, they're exactly what the damn uh, 76ers have been. Well, we're good whenever we're healthy. We're just never healthy. Same thing with the, that young, uh, who is it uh, in the NBA? What's their name? I mean, hell, it's like the Steelers. Uh, oh, no, we're all healthy. We're good. Well, you're never healthy, man. 
They're just – I don't get it. If you're a Yankees fan out there, you got to be disgusted with just this team that – you know, and I respect the fuck out of Brian Cashman as a GM. He's a great GM, and I think they do fucking – you know, I'm not saying – I'm not coming at him. I'm more so coming at Aaron Boone and just, just the players, man. The players, they're just entitled wearing those pinstripes. If you put any other jer- – if you put a Texas Rangers jersey on the New York Yankees, nobody would think that team's hot shit. And nobody would even think about calling them fucking World Series uh, favorites like me and you did, Drew. I mean, I can't believe it. I mean, I'm out on them. I'm out on them winning the World Series this year. Yeah, they might get it together, and they might make some trades at the trade deadline whatnot, but they'll probably still win that division at the end of the day. I don't know. I don't know. That division's tough, but, like, I'm out on them as fucking legitimate World Series contenders right now. I have to see more, and I fucking hate to, hate to fucking do that to you guys and fucking pull out of my World Series prediction not even a month into this thing, but... These guys are just a tough watch. Like I just can't. I don't even like this team. They're just, they're just not even a fun Yankees team. At least when the Yankees, you know, at least when everybody fucking hated them with Jeter and fucking Giambi. At least they had some fucking interesting players. I just, you know, Aaron Judge. Jay. Maybe, come, maybe becomes a little more interesting now he's fixed his teeth. But like I don't know. I don't know if that's enough listen to them. save their season. Listen, you're a fool. The Yankees are still winning the World Series. I don't know why you would take that back. You're crazy. <laughs> I would look, look like a genius. You're like an idiot, but I mean, that's we'll exactly see. why I'm doing this. I don't see it, Drew. The They're going to get in there. The World Series. I just don't see it with this team right now. I, oh, you know, gonna, I can look like a fool. They're going to make playoffs. They're going to make playoffs. Maybe. I mean, they're fine. Do the they win tonight? Did they even They'll win go tonight? on a stretch. They'll go on a stretch and, you know, June and, you know, win about 16 to 20 games and be right back in it. Yeah. Easily. I mean, they're going to have their stretches where everybody's looking awesome and the Yankees fans are fucking going crazy, but I don't know, I man. Come Aaron Boone. Come They'll be the same team that literally said they'll win it, I promise you. We'll see. It'll be interesting to follow them. I mean, Aaron Boone, Yankees Nation's already coming after his neck. They want his ass gone. And, you know, I'm not the biggest Aaron Boone fan, especially after that story you talked about, Matt. Are you fucking – he's already – that's a panic move by Aaron Boone to come in there and just fucking yell at those guys. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm it's not. sure that did not – go. It's getting rid of the weak. It's cutting out the cutting out the weak. You just take the run of the litter and you throw them with the wolves. You stronger pack. They're gonna win the world. I don't know. know I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know. Just not a good look. Some guys for, just can't cut it. Some guys don't want to come to work every day. And, you know, put in the hard work and they they can't face criticism. I, I'm with Andrew on this. I think that if Adam Duvall couldn't take a little criticism, you know, and he needs to be better, he needs to be a leader. I mean, if he can't do that. I mean, we don't need you. <laughs> Adam Duvall, did you mean Jay Bruce? I mean, Jay Bruce, sorry, not Adam Duvall. <laughs> same, same guy, just keep giving it about six Oh, minutes. no. Just, I just wanted on a record for everyone out there that I'm on Jay Bruce's side. 
Um, and it'll be proven when we look back on this year that Jay Bruce and I were on the right side of history with this dysfunctional Yankees team, just a bunch of me guys with Rugnet Odor playing second base. I just don't see how it gets any better. They did beat the Braves tonight, it looks like, 6-10. and 10, So we'll see. There you go. Chapman got you a save tonight, Drew. I told you. They're, they're coming on hot now, dude. Just give them a little bit. Just give them some We'll see, but for now, the Yankees, you're walking the fucking plank, and I'm throwing your ass off the deck this week. I'm sorry. I, you know, Yankees Nation, come at me, but uh, I'm fucking here for you. So, Drew, tough week, busy week. I know you went to a wedding this week. Um, don't know how much ball you got to watch, but you don't know, have to keep the to baseball here. Um, was there anybody that's kind of caught your eye and just kind of pissed you off this week? Who's watching um, the plane? I can think of somebody uh, just, just off the top of my head. Uh, oh, uh, Patrick Corbin. Yeah, that, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> this guy can rot in hell. I hope he dies. There's nothing good about him. He came out, he started hey. off the year, and he was started off the year, he was looking good, pretty decent spring training. I picked him up in the draft, and this is going to be a guy that I just kind of hold on to. If he gets, if he starts going bad, I might drop him. But he's going to be ha- he's going to be good about one week to start. You know, sit him on sit him on some cold matchups. And first thing he does, he goes. No, you got to ride him. COVID watch list, and he goes on the COVID watch list. And he can't do anything. I mean, he's tear. I mean, completely out. I had I. Lose, uh, barely win my first matchup, and I don't have any starts from him. He's on my IL. And then he yeah. comes back and he goes negative eight, and then he goes negative 26 on me, and I get my ass kicked. That is tough. Minus 26, and then Giolito backed it up yesterday and just fucked you again. So, like I said, and man, I mean, people have been getting blown up. Some of these pitchers. They, said they, didn't juice, they said they they didn't juice those balls anymore. I'm not sure if I believe it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like there's just been a lot of crazy performances uh, early on in the year. You see these no hitters. I mean, we uh, we we would have we got to say a little something. I know we talked about Rodon fantasy wise, but like, you know, he's not one of our pillagers of the week. But man, what a performance he put on last week! That should have been a perfect game. It it wasn't quite as bad as the Max Scherzer against the Pirates leaning in and taking one on the elbow, but chicken wing so close. Chicken wing. (laughs) So Rodon, shout out to him. One again tonight. He's three and zero, so just putting up a great season. We'll see if the White Sox can kind of get figured out. I know Drew loves them. Um, I'm still not all the way bought in on the White Sox, Matt. You being a Royals fan and looking at the White Sox, what do you think about that team? You think they have what it takes this year to kind of like be as good as the hype? Oh, here's, here's why I, White Sox players. Here's why I had to trade both him and Anderson because I cannot sit and watch the White Sox and the Indians and the Twins play. I hate them all. I hope they all die. I hope they all get COVID and their heads explode and die. Oh my God. I don't need to be politically correct. I hate them. But yeah, yeah I respect that. I respect the passion. 
I respect the passion you have for your Royals, Matt. That's why I wanted to have you on the pod tonight, because your fucking Royals. (coughs) First place? I mean, I love what Matheny's doing with that ball club. You look around, (coughs) the Kansas City Royals. (coughs) Just Just have gamers. I mean, this is what you get on a 420 podcast. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> but uh, you look around, Mike Matheny and that great hair. I mean, I'm here for the Mike Matheny revenge tour. The Cardinals fucking fired him prematurely. And now, look, the Cardinals fucking are another team that's kind of been disappointing. A lot of hype coming into the year. And what's I going on with them? I think him getting a DUI right before the start of the season really, you know, just set him on a right good path. You know, it mean, it's going to help the team out, honestly. You know, it helps him take off all those demons. <laughs> Tony Larusa, a lot of White Sox fans have been upset with his bullpen management, so that would be something, you know, to follow. He, had, he, had, he literally had Rodon pitch back to back a hundred. Uh, plus 100 pitches, and he's come off Tommy John surgery. <laughs> I kind of like that, though. I'm, I hate these managers. I mean, I get it. I like the strategy, and I get the analytics. You know, they they have a lot more information, these managers, than we do. But, like, man, I fucking hate that they baby these starting pitchers nowadays. It's like 80 pitches for a lot of these guys, and they're yanking them. Like, let them work out of some trouble. Rodon's going to die before the You know? It's not helping Strasburg out at all. Good God, he just went negative 29. Yeah, let's send him out. They win a World Series when they let him pitch in the playoffs. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Strasburg, your boy, Drew, I I don't know. It doesn't look good this year. I don't know. You got to get it together. He's getting it over early. I I got faith in him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Matt, you got anybody uh, for walking the plank this week? Or is I do. You got I someone? Do. Yeah. Um, Terry Bradshaw is walking the plank. <laughs> Terry okay. Bradshaw, what'd he do? Oh, not not the uh, dementia Terry Bradshaw you guys are thinking. The Royal hitting coach, Terry oh, Leon Bradshaw. <laughs> These players, we this is the first year we're like, hey, let's spend money on players and sign these guys. And get these yeah. And guess what? They can't hit. It'd be different <laughs> if it was Carlos Santana. It's like, hey, just Carlos Santana's having an off year, but the rest of the team's doing great. No. Literally, it's Whit Merrifield, Salvador Perez, and then, hey, all these guys we signed, we don't know how to tell them how to hit. So... <laughs> We need a murder, Terry Has Bradshaw. Has Hindi been good? No. He's terrible. He made a crazy play in the outfield the other day, though. Yeah, but guess what? That's not hitting, Jay. That's not hitting. <laughs> so, yes, Terry Leon Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw is so. on notice. Wake the bats up, Terry. Do they need to get, get him up? Who, what Rusty position Hunt. is Rusty Cunts? Uh, manage? Is he just first base first coach base. and that's it? First base coach, Rusty Coots. Does he need to get in there with the boys in the cages? Maybe. 
favorite my favorite Cardinal ops is when they do play the White Sox and him and Eaton stand together and it says Eaton Toots best photo op in baseball. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that on Twitter. That picture. <laughs> That's good stuff, Matt. Yeah, Matt, good having you on the pod, man. I don't know, you want to stick around for some Pirates talk, or you want to get out of here? Yeah, yeah I'll go ahead and stick around. I'll just put myself on mute. Because I don't All right, cool. It was good Good having you on the pod, man. The Royals, first place. I know, I know they lost tonight, but, you know, it's good Good to get your take on them. The boys, Matheny, let's see what Matheny and the boys got cooking. I mean, they're going to be a good, fun team to follow. Mondes. Is Mondesi coming back soon, Matt? Uh oh, th- that that's who my other walk the plank is, uh, Mondesi. Because oh really? They came out with a report and they said, I guess one of the reporters said, "What what's the status on Mondesi?" And Matheny said, literally, he is making movements. So does that hey. mean he's moving on the couch? He's not dead. Going baseball. <laughs> it's a good sign. Not dead. Good first not step. Dead. So, Good first yeah. step to recovery for Alberto Mondesi. I mean, they always say you have to take a uh, step forward. Dude, you got to be fucking kidding me, Angels. You're going to take Otani out after four innings? Can't even get the fucking win now? You got to be shitting me, Joe Madden. Good God. Bringing in Griffin Canning. Fuck me. This was going to be an easy five points that just goes out the door. This is just, this is what's been happening to my fantasy team all fucking year. I've been getting screwed by the win. Fuck that. Fuck Terry Bradshaw. Fuck the New York Yankees. Fuck Patrick Corbin. Let's move on. You boys there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, just making sure. I got some I got some tabs pulled up. Um, let's go ahead and fucking close this podcast out. We'll go quick tonight with these uh, with these prospects. We're doing eleven through twenty this week, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. Number eleven, guys. Carmen. I don't know how the fuck to say this last name. All right. And we might have to make up a nickname for this dude, Drew, because this is one of the more impossible names in the whole system. Carmen Melodzinski? I don't know. Right-handed pitcher, Greensboro Grasshoppers, 22 years old, kind of old for fucking being in in high A, but, you know, drafted in 2020. What's up? So exactly, we're going to nickname him the Gamecock. This guy pitched at South Carolina, had a great time Ooh. there, did pretty well there. A lot of good players out there in South Carolina. Jackie Bradley Jr., you know, you look at a awesome nice. ball, Christian Rock, uh, Christian Walker. I mean, this guy comes from the same cut, went to the same school, look for him to do some, do some good things. Hell yeah, let's see. Uh, you know, it looks like he's got some promising stuff to work with. Um Command's been his issue, it looks like, you know. Delivery needs to needs to hone in on that, repeat his mechanics, but we'll see uh you know, twenty two. That's the kind of guy that 
you know, the Pirates are obviously hoping comes in, starts in with Greensboro, if that's where he ends up starting. They're hoping that he's a guy that can come in and fucking dominate and move up through the minor leagues this year. I mean, uh, the, the Gamecock, I like that, Drew. <laughs> Move on, number 12. Miguel, just another tough last name. Miguel Yaher. I'm going to go ahead and say that's a Yaher, spelled Y-A-J-U-R-E, so I don't know. It could be completely off right there, but, you know, another fucking right-handed pitcher. I feel like, have we have we had a lefty yet? I feel like we haven't had a lefty Oh, yet. no, there's not lefties coming up for a while, but this guy made it to the kids last year. He did make it to the digs, had pitched in three games. He did okay, one only a one two nine ERA. Look at him. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be doing all right. He's uh, age twenty three season. You know, look for him to maybe have a bump up to the majors at some point in time this year, especially with the Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, you would think. You know, being twenty three. I mean. They they got him at the Pirates alternate site right now, so you would think you know he's probably on standby. If, if a if a pitcher goes down, look for this kid to get a call to the show. Miguel Yaher. Let's move on. Number thirteen. What's this guy? Eddie Yeen. Eddie Yeen. <laughs> what, what position hey. does this guy play? He's a he's a right-handed pitcher, of course. He's a starting pitcher. Another pitcher. He's he's another right-handed pitcher. The Nats had him for a little while back in 2018. Oh, really? And then they and they actually had him all the way up until 2019. He didn't get to play last year because he was an A ball. But the Pirates have him now. Dominican Republic. I've heard that Yeen is just a great name. I got that's going to look great on the back of New Jersey. Yeen. I like that. Uh, he came over in the Josh Bell deal, huh? Yep. I like him a lot. So where's Where's he starting off at? He's nineteen. He's probably a, he's probably a little bit of ways away, but you know, probably, probably being, have him you know, He was in rookie ball last year. I imagine he'll still be there this year. He might make it below. Yeah. Him. All right, Drew, number fourteen. I mean, I know we fucking love Swaggerty, and he's the fucking unquestioned name guy in this system, but I kind of like this guy. This little looks like he's an Asian guy, middle infielder. Ye, this is a tough Yee-haw name. Bae? Yeehaw Bay. Yeehaw Bay. <laughs> what a great name. Yeehaw Bay, baby. Yeehaw Bay. <laughs> I mean, let's just go through this guy's scouting grades. Uh, South, hit South tool Korea 55. Oh, hell He's a yeah. good runner, 70-grade run. Damn. He's on great. <laughs> you know, 45 overall. Got to pick it up as power. You know, 6-1. Signed in 2018. Uh, looks like he signed with the Braves. It was voided because... Uh, Remember, Drew, a couple years ago, the Braves had a bunch of violations um, in the international free agent market. They were doing some shady shit, and they lost a lot of their fucking um, international slot money. And he was looked like he was going to the Braves. 
and then bang, the Pirates come in last second and fucking pillage this guy from the Braves, and he's a good prospect. Yihan Bay, left-handed bat. Dude, had a hundred. I mean, in 2019, last time he played, they put him in a a hundred and what was it? A hundred and six hits. Dude, 69 runs. Nice, dude. I mean, in a nice 323 in high A. I think I I would say he's probably a candidate to get moved up to to double A by before the end of this year for sure. We'd we'd love to see it. I mean, this is just a great this is a great name. I mean, probably second behind Swaggerty and the name guys. I mean, I know I said who is the kid at the at the beginning. Number 11, he's got a great name, but, like, I don't know. It's tough to beat Yihan Bay. Moldesanti? Yeah, he's calling him Moldesanti. It's just like uh, Christopher. We'll call him Christopher Moldesanti. <laughs> <laughs> little Chrissy. But, yeah, I like him, man. He's going to be – I hope he makes some noise. I hope – you know, I could see him being a grasshopper this year. Maybe he starts with the Marauders. We'll see. Is he called uh, yeah. Matt, you got anything on Yihan Bay? <laughs> Matt? Yihan Bay. Uh, no, just... No, I really don't. I, Soft I don't, hands I don't up the middle? What, what are his hands like defensively? That's what I want to know. I mean, they're saying they're going to move him off. He's going to have to come off shortstop probably, but we'll see if he, he can... Does he have hand-sized measurements? <laughs> no, I just want to know is he got soft hands up the middle can he turn two I mean I don't know anything about his hand measurements just as long as he can grip it and rip it offensively anyone yeah. named Bay probably should be able to grip it and rip it if you know what I mean <laughs> yeah that's 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 a guy that you know definitely going to keep tabs on I'm sure he's going to be a hot name in the draft we got coming up so Mason Martin drew number 15. I mean, you talk about a guy with just a vintage first baseman, left-handed bat name, Mason Martin. That's just that's a big league name. He has a big league name. I wouldn't say he's going to have a big league career. Uh, oh. I like him. He might be able to help out, but uh, he went up. He's already been up to high A. They sent him up to Bradenton. In 2019, and then they ended up sending him back down to Greensboro. Um, yeah, he didn't walk a whole lot whenever he's there. He he went from batting 250 and two uh, 254 in high A to and when they put him up in double A to 239, they put him back in double A 262. I mean, it's pretty good. I think he, he might be able to make the major. He might be able to make the major someday, but. I think he'd be a good trade piece, honestly. He he sounds like a good uh like, yeah. some, like a good replacement over there in uh in in Texas for the Rangers there. He sounds like Mason. We Martin do need like a first Texas. baseman. Oh, oh he sounds like a Rangers first baseman I've ever seen him. A yeah. perfect replacement for Mitch Moreland. Mason Martin oh, and Mitch Moreland. I was gonna say, Drew, this guy's kind the same guy. Yeah. I mean a lot of you swing and miss. There's a lot of swing and miss in his game, but, you know, he can fucking run into some. And, he, you know, ninth <laughs> inning game on the line, you're going to want this guy up there. He's going to give you a pro at bat. Um, you know, he just 
there's been concerns with this guy. He's hitting a lot of ground balls, Drew, and it's kind of, you know, he's got to tap into that power potential. He's got to start hitting the ball in the fucking air. True. Yeah. You get, you, was it last week you were saying some guys have names for other careers? I don't know. Maybe I Did you hear me? I, I, well, I was thinking I, Mason Martin driving the M&M car number 62. Oh, the freaking he's definitely like a NASCAR race. driver for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good I, call, I man. All right, who's next? Jared Oliva, number 16, outfielder coming in. You know, this guy's old. He's 25. He got and drafted. He something happen. He needs to make it's it up ch- to the majors and do something. He got drafted in 2015, 19 years old, straight out of high school, spent every minute daggum in uh, – no, it's here. No, he went, uh, he went and played uh, – three years in Arizona, and then when he got drafted, he was 21. He, was t- he spent everything in the minors. They did bring him up to Pittsburgh last year to the majors. Out of 188, not doing so hot there. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, you just get a cup of coffee, get a taste of the of the show, you know. I'm not going to make too big of a deal about that. But, uh, no, you're right, Drew. I mean, he's got to come in and put up a shut-up time for this kid. He's going to get drained if he doesn't do something this year. Think he could be on the block? He could definitely be on the block if he doesn't do something this year. Yeah, we'll see. He's a a really speedy guy. That's his best tool. We'll see see how that can translate for him on both sides of the ball. But, you know, Jared Oliva – Let's go. Let's make you know. It's you're at a crossroads right now in your career. Are you gonna find your inner pirate? Or are you gonna <laughs> fucking make a name for yourself this year and establish a role on the, on the big league team? Or are you gonna fucking just sit around and and just fucking waste away in the minors your whole life? I mean, I I hate you know. I don't want to make it too big of a deal. Put too much pressure on you, buddy. But let's put up. We're calling you out. Right? We're calling you out. We want to see you do well. We're calling you out to make sure you do it. Yeah, I mean, Oliva, let's see it this year. I don't know where he'll start off, maybe AAA, but, uh, you know, Indianapolis Indians are going to be counting on this dude. Let's get him some at-bats and let's get him up to the show. Come on. I'll be rooting for you. Number 17. You do well. Another right-handed pitcher. And another just great big league name, Jared Jones. I mean, if this guy doesn't throw gas, then I don't even know what to think. What's this guy throwing, Drew? Have you seen his heater? Have you clocked it? uh, I have no idea about Jared Jones. (laughs) I do like like that he's a Cali boy. Uh, He's very millennial, not even 20 yet. It's almost his birthday. So, I don't know. No, it's not always 100 days from his birthday. But it could almost be his birthday. <laughs> he does bat lefty. Good for him. Coming up in the coming up in the NL. It'll help him out. He'll be able to bat lefty. You know, it'll be nice. But <laughs> this I, kid I is going to suck at the plate. And you know what, Drew? He might even suck on the mound. I'm just doing some research about him. He fucking... He thought he was going to go play some baseball at the University of Texas. 
I mean, at least he had the fucking wits about him to say, fuck that, I'm I'm going to the Pirates. But, like, I don't know. I don't think I can trust a kid that wants to play for Texas. And, they, you know, some some scouts are saying they have concerns about him. Is he more of a thrower than a pitcher? As Nick Solak just goes fucking deep right there for the Rangers. Fuck yeah. Well, he's Win not even game. 20 yet. He's not even Nick Solak is a good player. But this Jones kid, I'm not convinced, Drew. They say he's got a fucking... be okay. They think he's got a 70, mid-70s slur. Just a bunch... I think he just throws a bunch of slop. I mean, he said he can touch 97. I don't believe it. I'm not, I'm not he's sold be on fine. That. If I'm doing my own list, this guy is not making my top 30. I'm just saying. Uh, Prove it to me, Jones. 18. Cal Mitchell, outfielder. I like a guy named Cal. Just like Coach Cal from Kentucky. You know, I just, I know that's not his full name, but he's a good, he's a good guy. I always like, Enjoy listening to him talk, you know, when ESPN interviews him at his house. <laughs> he's a second-round pick. He's got 15 homers. I mean, he's got 21 homers uh, overall in the in minor leagues, three years. He didn't get to play Big last power. year because the minor leagues are out. But, you know, he does hit a couple triples a year at least. I mean, I think that he's going to be a guy. He's going to be a great trade piece. I see him in Cleveland, no doubt. You could see him being a, like a Fran Mill Reyes type of guy for in Cleveland. Cal just doesn't he, sound like a pirate name, to be honest with you. I just I don't yeah. feel like he's, he's. I feel like Jared Jones sounds like a like a pirate name. Yeah, Jones is going to be Boomer Bust, and I'm positioning myself to say he's going to be a bust, but that'll be. Jared Jones will be a name to follow. And this Cal guy, we'll see. I mean, can he find a position defensively? I think that's going to be his, his big con, big concern with this kid. Is where is he going to where is he going to fit in defensively? And is he going to find his inner pirate? I mean, bottom line. That's the biggest question, honestly. All right. So 19. Yeah, 19. We got this guy, Sammy. Sammy Siani. I love I like name. it. <laughs> He's a big leaguer for sure. Bat and you know what? Draft? What? I like his I like his picture they have up on him on his profile on MLB.com. Oh, I just yeah. like that. He's locked in. <laughs> this guy's oh, locked in. Fourth round pick. I mean, coming out, he's a Philly right. kid. Uh, no, he was a first-round pick. He was drafted by the Texas Pirates in the first round in 2019. Oh, you're right. That was his brother, Mike. Yeah, Yeah, Sammy actually went number 37 overall, which is a great sign. (laughs) He's going to be a major leaguer for sure. Sammy Competitive. You know, taking in the competitive balance This is our boy. Number 37th overall. This is our boy. Number one Drew. pick in the draft, no doubt, in the fantasy Drew. football league. Yeah. Drew, listen to me right now. Siani. 
Siani. Siani gonna give it. Siani gonna give it to you. I love this kid. I mean, they they say he's got a chance to be an excellent hitter. Smooth left-handed swing. He's shown an advanced approach for his age. 16% walk rate. I love that. You know, hitting line drives, hitting in the gap right now. But, I mean, let's see if this guy can fill out as time goes on. He's not the biggest guy, but you know what? He's going to be a fucking gamer. He's going to he's gonna be a fucking gym rat. You know, he's got some solid speed instincts. I, mean, I think he's going to find a way to stick in center field. And this is a guy that I fucking love. He's going to be a fucking Dude, mainstay. Is... I don't know what level he's going to be playing at, but probably – Probably uh, a ball, maybe in the Marauders. We'll see, but I this, he, I'm I excited. He, I love this guy. He's his OBP three seven two, thirty seven. Looks <laughs> like his draft number in twenty nineteen. Wow. Uh, I love wow. this guy. I think he's gonna he's gonna have a great year. He's gonna be a major league for sure. This guy's gonna be an all star, no doubt. Oh wow, I love it. This is a guy that Pirates Nation, you guys got to get excited about Sammy Ciani. I mean, even just looking at his batting gloves, just solid black. I mean, double business, <laughs> double flap helmet. I know that's what all the minor leaguers wear, but it just looks good on him. I could see him being a double flap guy when he comes to the pros. When he gets the call to the Pirates, I think he could be a fucking double flap. You know, batting helmet guy. What do you think, Matt? <laughs> Matt, you got anything about Sammy? Matt's gone. All right, next guy. Last guy. Cut out. Last guy on the list, guys. Get get out of here. Talk a little bit about number twenty, Rose Ronzi Contreras, Greensboro Grasshopper, another right-handed pitcher, and nineteen. He's 19. No, he's going to his year 20 season. He's got a 12 wins last year. Did what, before that, his max was was four, but last year he really went off, gave him a full season out there, letting him get out there and pitch. 12 and five. I think that pretty good out of 24 starts. I mean, still doing all right for the minor leagues. You know, he gave it 49 earned runs, but I mean, over 100 Ks. In 24 starts, I mean, in the minor leagues, you still you want some more, but for only being for only being 19, whenever he did that, that's pretty impressive. Year 23, yeah. look him, look for him to advance. He could be by the end of the year, he could be up at Double A, but I see him. Hell I, yeah. I, I see him be knocking on the door in two to three years. Hell yeah! I mean, this is a guy that I think when you compare him to somebody like. Like that Jones kid that I'm not all the way sold into or bought into. And you compare him, I think he's just more of a pitcher than that Jones kid. I think that Jones kid just gets out there and fucking laces up his shoes. on when I don't think he fucking prepares like this Contreras kid. I just don't think he has the feel for pitching like this Contreras kid. I don't think he's found pirate. I don't Better think delivery. The thing I have concern with Jones is just the delivery. I think it's going to cause a lot of put a lot of stress on his elbow, and I don't see it with this kid. I think Contreras. This is going to be a guy in ten years we're going to look up and say this is a, just a workhorse pitcher. 
maybe he's not a top of the line guy, but you know, maybe he's a back in three, four, five type of starter in your rotation, but like he's going to give you innings. And I, I like this guy. I think he's got potential. I love you his guy. Yeah. That's it, guys. 11 through 20. We'll finish it out next week. Um, we'll do 21 through 30. And then week after that, I mean, it's going to be, we're going to be right there, Drew, ready for some minor league opening day. Hell yeah, I'm ready for it, boy. Can't wait. So let's go ahead. Let's get on out of here, Drew. You got any closing thoughts? I have no closing thoughts. Any advice? All right. All right, well, good podcast, Matt. Loved having you on. Good shit today, guys. Fucking... 420 episodes. I think it lived up to the hype. It was good stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go ahead, give us it was a, good a follow. Give us a follow. And, uh, you know, spread the word. Support us on uh, Patreon as well at uh, Swing Your <laughs> Sword Sports Network. Uh, find us on there. And, uh, we don't have a we'll... Patreon. <laughs> oh, we don't? Okay, never mind. <laughs> but go ahead and give us. But go ahead and, you know, fucking donate on there if you want. You know, we're just yeah, doing this. Yeah. Somebody set up a Patreon for us. <laughs> to do that. You know, we're me and Drew are just giving you guys fucking... I'm too busy fuck, looking at fucking baseball starting pitchers to set up a Patreon. <laughs> Somebody else do it for us. <laughs> I mean, me and Drew, we lo- we're doing this for the love of the game, but we fucking, you know... Give us I'm broke. <laughs> Are you gonna invest or not? <laughs> All right, Drew, let's get out of here. Talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.